Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Norton is the senior pastor of the Harvest Church, a vibrant multicultural church in Wembley, London, where he serves together with his wife Jo. After a successful career in banking, Paul followed the call of God into full-time ministry and has since been used by God to affect the lives of thousands of people in 16 nations across four continents through major crusades, conferences and television as well as radio networks across Europe. His ministry is characterized by a strong passion for the presence of God, the authority of God's word, and the supernatural manifestation of the power of God with signs following. Paul and Joe are blessed with two wonderful children, Ben and Abby. Please welcome Paul Norton to the Pursuit of God Conference 2021. Hello Jesus House, God bless you everybody, it's such a privilege and an honor and a blessing for me to be able to minister the word of God to you today. I pray that what we are going to encounter through this conference will just set you up ready for the new season. I'm really believing that God has got something new, something bright, something very authentic, something very God for us in this coming season. I believe that the next couple of years are going to be some of the busiest in the history of the body of Christ in terms of winning souls and making disciples. And I believe that we're in for something great for our beloved city, London and beyond. So I just want to open up with prayer right now. Father Lord, I thank you so much for what you have given us, Lord God, in this ministry called the body of Christ. I thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for the RCCG, for what they have brought in the UK, the blessing that they have established. Lord God, I thank you for Daddy Gio. I thank you so much for uh, Pastor Agu and the team at Jesus House. I, I give you praise and honor, Lord God, for what you're going to do in this coming season. Let your banner be raised. And let your glory be seen. And let the nations see and know that our God reigns in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Um, the, the subject of our conference is uh, the doing a new thing. And as I was praying about what to bring in terms of the, uh, the, the direction that the Lord was leading me, I felt in my spirit that we should study Something that, and I don't even know, this is the name I've given it. Study the anointing of forgetting. There's no other way I know how to put what God has, has told me to bring you today. And that's the anointing of forgetting. Um, if you have a Bible, would you turn with me to Micah chapter 7. And we are going to look at verse number 19. Micah seven nineteen. The Bible says, he will again have compassion on us. Yes, uh, he will tread our iniquities underfoot. Yes, you will cast all 
their sins into the depths of the sea. Hallelujah to Jesus. May the reading of his word ever be blessed. Uh, at the end, let me encourage you as well, my brother and sister. At the end, we're going to make some declarations. And I don't want this to be a spectator sport. I want you to be ready to declare what the word of God says over your life. I don't want any spectation in this thing. Sometimes, you know, when I'm watching or listening to something online, I deliberately stand up so that I can pay full attention to what the Lord has for me. I feel like a soldier at the ready sometimes. So if, if you're ready, let, let's do this thing. The Bible talks about the anointing of forgetting. And he says this, he says in the, the second half of verse 19, yes, you will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Now, uh, Jewish tradition took that particular piece of scripture and they renamed that sea the sea of forgetfulness. Because God said he would forget all their sins, he would throw them into the sea. So they literally named this particular sea that God throws their sins into, they literally named it the sea of forgetfulness. And I like that. I like that tradition. At the Jewish New Year, the Rosh Hashanah Jewish New Year that happens uh, usually around September, uh, some of the people... Uh, from the Jewish tradition, they will actually take bread and they will go to the sea. And that bread will signify their sins and they will cast that bread into the sea and they will call that sea the sea of forgetfulness. It's almost like a, uh, a ritual act that has got spiritual meaning. And there's something I really love about that idea, that there is a sea that God calls the sea of forgetfulness that he throws all our sins into. You might say, well, Pastor P, you know, I've had one of the most sanctified years of my life. I didn't shout at anyone on the bus because I didn't get on the bus because there was a pandemic. I wasn't traveling anywhere. I didn't go far outside my own house. But you see, forgetting isn't just about forgetting sins. There's an anointing to forget. This year has been one of the most difficult years for so, so many people. Some of you here, you may have lost loved ones. Uh, you may have been sick yourself. There's a, a phenomenon that the uh, medics are calling long COVID, whereby somebody who's actually suffered from the virus, it's entered their body, and it has behaved in a particular way that somehow they, they can't function. There's a lot of lethargy around. Their, their, their mind isn't right. Uh, for, for some people, it's like they've lost their sense of smell. I know when my wife had COVID, it took her two months to get her, her sense of smell back. But what she did in the meantime, and this is what I want to encourage every one of you watching to do, is she believed God for full 100% restoration of her health. I remember when I got COVID myself at the, the third week of March last year, I remember the symptoms coming on my body, the, the, the fact that I felt like I'd been beaten up as I was walking up a mountain with a backpack on my back. It was that bad for me, that third week of March. It was, it was crazy. And I remember the first time I stood to my feet for longer than five minutes, 
was when our youth pastor was preaching and I stood, I said, I'm going to stand for the word of God because in my heart it was a standing act. What was I doing? I was forgetting the devil's intention to try and maim me, to try and give me any kind of long symptoms or anything like that. I was pressing forward. And that's the next scripture that I want us to go to in a little while in Philippians 3. I was pressing forward into the blessing that was won for me on the cross at Calvary, which is fullness of health, divine health. Divine life is our portion. It's our inheritance in Christ. Anything less, I'm not going to settle for. Jesus' blood paid the price for my sins. And actually, the sea of forgetfulness really for you and I in the new covenant is the blood of Jesus. That's where our sins have been cast. They have no strength. They have no ability to hold us or to bind us to anything in the past. Is there any one of you watching today and you need to forget something? It might be the year gone. It might be the pandemic. It might be the furlough. It might be losing your job or it might be even losing a relative or a friend or it, it might be just how the, uh, the, the, the symptoms attacked your body. It might be the turmoil and the upheaval and the breakdown. It might be uh, having been surrounded by your children all day. I know some mothers and fathers struggled just to maintain uh, some form of education for their children. Making ends meet for many has been a struggle. And I want us to, to as we enter this conference season, I want us to, to rightly get into our spirit the way that we can handle everything that's gone before us. The Bible says, in fact, let's turn there right now. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 10. We're going to read from verse 10 to verse 14. Philippians 3 verse 10 to 14. It says this. It says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of of his sufferings, being conformed to his death in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect. Is there anyone imperfect here watching? Amen. That's you and I. Not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on in order that I may lay hold of that for which I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. Praise the living God forever. What I said earlier agrees with this scripture. It concurs with this scripture that Christianity is not a spectator sport. It's not something that we can do passively. Look at all the verbs here. He says, not having obtained it. In other words, I'm reaching for something. I'm not going to allow myself to stay the same way. I'm reaching for something. There's something that I want to obtain. That's how I see the promises of God in my life. That's how I encourage my congregation to press forward 
In fact, God told us in September 2019 that 2020 would be a year of pressing, that literally there would be pressure to press against, almost like when you go to the gym and there's a heavy weight down on you and you know that you have to apply pressure against that heavy weight to lift it above your head because your personal trainer is there at your side and he's, he or she is shouting in your ear. And that's what this year has been like for so many. And 2021, the Spirit of the Lord told us that 2021 would be a year of pressing into the blessing. Now, I don't know about you, my brother and sister, but I know that you cannot stay sedentary and press at the same time. The application of pressure on God's word. Father, I believe what your word says. My circumstances are here. Your word and what your word promises is here. And I am going to apply pressure on your word because I believe it. I am going to apply pressure to that word to come to pass in my life. That's what I really want to encourage you to do uh, today. I want to stir you up by way of reminder that there is a blessing at the end of the pressing. There's some people I know the pressure that's been on you this year. I, I've never had, as a pastor, I've never had as, as many calls from parents with children, with children who were having anxiety attacks and literally just panicking. I remember one poor family where the, 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 the teacher of one of the children passed away with COVID. And one of the children had an anxiety attack, ended up uh, in, in a hospital uh, under the Mental Health Act. And just to get through, just, just to get some sort of sanity back. And it affected the siblings as well. And we had to break that curse in the mighty name of Jesus. The devil is an opportunist. And he has had many, many opportunities over this last year and, and a bit. But you know what, my brother and sister? Forget it. May the anointing of forgetting come upon your life so that God gives you a fresh start. That by the end of this conference, this thing that, that has passed through your experiences of the last year and a half, etc., will be such a distant memory that it's like the sea of forgetfulness has just swallowed them up. That's my prayer for you, my brother and sister. Look what the Bible says. He says that I may know him. What's that? That's a pushing into knowledge. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. May resurrection power be yours through this conference in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You're going to hear ministers of the gospel ministering, but it's not just words that they're going to be imparting. I, I know in my spirit right now, even though this is being pre-recorded, I know in my spirit that there is an impartation of strength into many lives right now by the name of Jesus Christ. If that's you and you're receiving strength, just say amen in Jesus' name. Let your amen concur with what is being said today in Jesus' mighty name. He says, not that I have obtained it. In other words, I know I've got further to go. I know I've got more to do, but this thing is in sight. 
the upward call of God in Christ Jesus is in sight. And that's what I want to impart to you. We are ready. We are pressing into this blessing that God has got for us in Jesus' mighty name. It's not our portion to live in fear for the future. There's still a lot of apprehension. There's, a, you know, people tuning in. I've never seen such high figures for government press conferences and press announcements, etc. Usually those things are the driest, most unwatched things. You can watch BBC Parliament. There'll be like 105,000 viewers worldwide. But suddenly the world's attention is on our government leaders. We need to pray for Boris Johnson. We need to pray for Sidi Khan and all the other decision makers for London Town, etc. and across the United Kingdom. And actually, let me just take a little break here to salute your dear pastor, Pastor Agu. I really want to commend him and um, I admire him so much, the, the way that he reaches out in the political spectrum. God bless you, sir. May the Lord favor you and strengthen you in that venture. I know that, that one, of the, one of the things that your pastor carries in his heart, he understands that laws aren't made in church, that we have to reach out into the political realm. We have to dominate the political realm in the name of Jesus Christ. And may the Lord give you favor in that. In fact, may your altar raise up great politicians in Jesus' mighty name. I really want to thank the uh, redeemed as well for the work that you do in terms of lobbying government, writing to MPs and letting MPs, uh, police people, the charity people know that you are there, that you are on the scene and that you care. For me, it's a joy uh, to partner with Jesus House through the Christmas Lunch on Jesus program. I just love what God is doing through that. May I, I just salute every single one of you involved in that. We always go down and we, we give out, I think last year, we gave out 230 boxes for Christmas Lunch on Jesus. And it's, it's like it's a city vision thing for us. I just, I just, I thank God for every life that is done. I hope you can clap at home, clap wherever you are for your pastors, clap for the people involved in those ministries and missions. I, I thank God for what you're doing in the sphere of education as well. We really want to learn from you in terms of how you are reaching out into the education world. I, I, I really want to follow you in that thing as well, just getting into failing schools and helping them attain at the outstanding uh, Ofsted uh, results. We've got a lot to do, my brother and sister. Every time I see a conference that has been partnered between uh, Jesus House and Hillsong or Kensington Temple or Holy Trinity Brompton or any of those uh, uh, churches in London that we are so blessed to be brothers and sisters with, anytime I see that, I just, I just rejoice. I just want us to be a part of it. Just guys, we, we just follow on your coattails and we, we will just have you as a big brother and sister down the road. When I pull into Brent Cross, uh, every week, I, I, I usually come down the M1 to church here in Wembley, and, and when I pass by Jesus' house, I'm always lifting up a prayer. 
always. It's just amazing the way that God has got you in such strategic positions, not just geographically, but spiritually and, and charitably and governmentally. May the Lord increase the oil on your head for such exploits in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus forever. I feel a spirit of encouragement coming upon me. If this is a Sunday now, I'd be getting my, my running shoes on ready to run around the building and rejoice because I know that God has got great things. The Lord told me uh, to enjoy the, the last of the lockdown that we've been experiencing here. He said, because the next couple of years are going to be some of the busiest in the history of the body of Christ. He said 2024 is going to be a glory year. He said, I want you to pray that it will twin up with Psalm 24. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, that the King of glory may come in. So I really want to encourage you that way as well, my brother and sister. There are great things coming. Fear is not our portion. I refuse fear in the mighty name of Jesus. I reject it in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And this, this thing, this virus, even if, even if it should try and morph a hundred times, even if it, should, if, if it should try and give birth to variant after variant after variant, the Psalm 91 promises are not nullified by COVID-19. Just turn the one and the nine around and let it be COVID-91 that bows the knee in the mighty name of Jesus to Psalm 91. That no harm shall come near your dwelling in the mighty name of Jesus. May that be so as well as you unlock. I believe that, uh, that Jesus' house is going to be unlocking in uh, uh, July the 4th, I believe. That's it. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Come into his courts with praise. Enter his house with great rejoicing because there's something there for you, my brother and sister. I, I thank God for the online services that the Lord has done and given us. And I know that the technical expertise of Jesus House has been amazing in terms of getting the word out there, even in the midst of the heaviest lockdowns. But let me tell you, my brother and sister, nothing beats gathering at the altar. Unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people be. We have had to engage in that virtually just to stay legal. We've had to do, you know, when we uh, reopened in, uh, in May, June, May last year, uh, we had to do all one-way systems and hand sanitization and NHS COVID, you know, click and, what is it? It's not click and collect, the, the QR code thing that you, you have to do. But, but, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. You ask anyone in our congregation there, has it, has it been worth the risk in terms of going out? Going out is a risk. Sitting on a bus is a risk. Public transport is a risk. Driving in your car is a risk. Everything in life is a risk. But when you know that God is with you, who, who can be against you? May the Lord give you an anointing to forget all the risks. And may he focus your heart on this great return that is coming upon the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, I would love us to pray right now. And uh, 
let's let's start by just declaring the first couple of uh, the first verse really of Psalm 27. You know the Bible says the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life of whom should I be afraid? So let's let's just declare that together just close your eyes and lift a hand to heaven and say the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, whatever fear may have taken root in hearts, whatever fear may have taken root in families, Lord God, whatever fear, be it in the area, in the realm of the spirit, be it the spirit of fear, we break its power in the mighty name of Jesus. May it be fear from the soul area, Fear from circumstances and everything like that. We break its power in Jesus' mighty name and we strike it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the physical realm, Lord God, wherever anyone has had any kind of symptomatic struggle, any kind of mental struggle, Lord God, where this virus may have gone in and just adjusted their, the, the way that they think, their hardware, their hard wiring in their brain, Lord God, we strike it out in the mighty name of Jesus. We press on for that anointing of forgetting that your banner will be raised and that your glory will be seen in every life, in every home, in every family under the sound of my voice in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we claim deliverance from fear in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, but we claim also the anointing of forgetting. Father, we give you praise that somehow you enable us, Lord God, to forget. If there is anything now, my brother and sister, as we're doing this prayer session, if there's anything in your heart that came up that you know you need to forget, just right now, with your eyes closed, just cast that thing into the sea of forgetfulness. It may be how you've behaved the last year. It may be how you didn't behave the last year. It may, it may be habits that you allowed into your life. Habits like lasciviousness, just, just the, the, the kind of... Uh, the do-nothing spirit that can so easily come on people that are locked down in their own home. where even reaching the, for the remote control becomes a, a, an effort. We strike it out in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I say rise and walk in Jesus' mighty name. No longer be bound by fear. Come out of your fear in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever has tried to hold you, whatever has tried to become a bad habit in your life this past year, in the name of Jesus, we strike it out. By the finger of God, we strike it out in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah to Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters in the social realm. That Lord God, that as they gather, as they congregate once again, as they meet neighbors and friends, that they would no longer be fearful, that they would no longer be concerned. That Lord God, your hand is upon us for good and not for evil. Your favor 
is upon us to do great exploits. Father, your word says, and they that know their God shall be strong and shall do great exploits. Let that be the testimony of everybody under the sound of my voice, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, for the conference ministers to come in this uh, next few weeks as we sit under the word of God. Father, I, I just pray, Lord God, you know the needs of your people. You know what's necessary to take them, to plug them in to the next level. Let it be theirs, Heavenly Father, in abundance. Let that be their portion and that inheritance, Lord God. And everything that the devil tried to lock down the body of Christ with using this pandemic as an excuse to shut down the regular sacrifice, to shut down worship, whatever it is, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we cancel it, we nullify it, and we strike it out in Jesus' mighty name. We say our testimony will be strong in Jesus' mighty name. And lastly, I just want to finish with verse 14 of Philippians 3. Philippians 3, verse number 14, it says this. He says, I press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. I press on to the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This next season, my brother and sister, this next season has a prize. There is a prize, there is a reward for getting this next season right. I pray in Jesus' name, every equipping that you need, every equipping necessary for you to accomplish this thing in the mighty name of Jesus, may it be your portion, may it be your inheritance, and may it be your blessing. May a testimony, an unusual testimony, come out of this time as a result of you applying pressure on circumstances, applying pressure on the Word of God, applying pressure on the enemy of your soul, the devil. And let me hear it. Let me hear an amen. Anyone watching, anyone listening, just put an amen. If you're watching on YouTube or any kind of format where you can respond, let your amen be strong in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus forever. Wow. Well, I feel like there's been a good impartation to this, and I pray that that thing will reach you. I pray that these words will resound in your spirit, particularly as you rest, as you rest and meditate on the word tonight, as you sleep, that the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will visit you in your dreams and will show you things to come in a great way in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you.